Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We mentioned a little bit earlier in the show that the minimum wage here in the province of British Columbia is going to increase to sixteen seventy-five per hour. Oh, by the way, I'm Rob Fayan for Jazz this week. <laughs> for those who are like, wow, Jazz, his voice got a little deeper. Um, it is good news for those who are looking for any uh, I guess, help from the government and the fact that it goes up uh, anywhere, what is it, just over a dollar, like maybe a buck ten, because it's fifteen sixty five. it's going to go to sixteen seventy five. Yes, to my grade 10 math teacher, I say thank you because that is a dollar ten. That is the highest minimum wage of all provinces in Canada. Actually equates to a 6.9% increase, which is consistent with inflation, so say those in the know. I'm joined by Suzanne Skidmore. She's the president of the BC Federation of Labor. Suzanne, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. I, I guess the the lowest hanging fruit question is: Is this enough of a hike? Uh, well, uh, you know, it's a great hike. I, I'm so glad that uh, the workers in British Columbia, uh, you know, are seeing uh, that government is following through on their commitment to, uh, you know, make sure that the increases in the minimum wage were had. Uh, some ties to inflation that that is, you know, that commitment to do that for workers is happening. Um, You know, we know that BC's lowest paid workers have been through a lot. We've all been through a lot over the last few years. Uh, But these folks, uh, you know, really, really counting on government to step up and make sure that they didn't fall any further behind. Uh, And they deserve to know that the government has their backs on this. So uh, there's still some more work to do. We at the Federation of Labor, as you probably know, uh, you know, we push for a living wage uh, to make sure that, um, you know, that, that workers all across British Columbia are, are paid fairly and, and equitably and, and having a living wage that covers all workers. Uh, but this is a good step. And so we want to we want to celebrate it because it's going to make a big difference to people who are earning these wages in our province. Back in 2018, the minimum wage was 12.65, so it has been a $3 bump in the last five calendar years. Um, I think a lot of people will say, okay, well, that's great, but is it matching the inflation? And that is the word that we're getting with that 6.9% increase. But to the average listener, myself included, some will say, well, that's a dollar an hour. That's $40 in the average work week. Is that truly going to match rising prices for food, rising prices for gas? I'm not trying to, you know, rain on this parade, the fact that we have the best minimum wage in Canada, but there could be more help. Is there any other avenues that maybe are on the horizon? Uh, look, I mean, there's lots of um, there's lots of things. We know that British Columbia is one of the most expensive places uh, in the whole entire country uh, to live, particularly um, you know, in the lower mainland and the, with all of the, diff- the variety of different things that make it really, uh, that make affordability and livability uh, challenging for folks. Um, so that's why every extra penny in people's pockets who need it the most counts, you know. So it is why, you know, we're making sure we're going to keep pushing uh, for living wages, for 
uh, you know, livability measures, whether that's, you know, you know, access to uh, affordable housing, access to childcare, you know, there's, there's a whole list of things that people need to have good access to, um, you know, but ensuring that the lowest paid people in our province have, uh, you know, a bit more money in their pockets uh, that we know immediately goes back out into community and gets spent making sure that there is uh, more food on the table and that the, some of the bills can get paid. Uh, it is, uh, it's, a good, it's a good thing. One of the things, as a former restaurant owner myself, I used to have a restaurant at 12th and Granville, and one of the challenges that I faced is taxes. And, you know, it travels downhill, unfortunately. You have to raise prices on those that are dining. But it was also tough to make ends meet when it came to staffing. Is there something that maybe the government can do on the other side of the coin? Instead of just the ten hike on the, you know, the person working, is there something that maybe is on the horizon where we can see some deflation and maybe allow that to become uh, a more level playing field? Uh, well, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, there are folks who could answer uh, that question specifically. I'm not in government, but, uh, you know, I, we do know, um, that the reality is that uh, most businesses, uh, particularly small businesses, are actually paying more than the minimum wage already. They're paying uh, closer to a living wage, and they're also providing other benefits uh, like extended health and uh, dental and things like that to their employees already. Um, you know, because uh, because they already do that. But the you know the the folks who are the lowest paid workers in British Columbia are there's still a lot of them. Uh, and that money goes directly back into the community. It goes back into those small businesses. It goes back into corner stores and grocery stores and uh, and restaurants. And uh, you know, it's it's not getting saved up in bank accounts or in offshore <laughs> accounts or anything like that. Uh, it literally gets spent in community, probably uh, you know quicker than it gets into their bank accounts in most cases. Yeah, I definitely think today's news is a good news story, and um, I'm happy to see it taking effect on June the 1st, which means that there is some relief on the horizon. Suzanne, I thank you for doing this today, and I'm sorry if I threw you that curveball about what can be done on the government side, but I'm just trying to think of any way possible to try and save a buck here in 2023. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of things at play. We know know that it's Everything is expensive. Everything's going up. There is some work that's going to need to be done, uh, you know, on government side, and we're going to help, you know, help keep pushing. Uh, but today, you know, working people in British Columbia have won the highest minimum wage of any of the provinces, um, and that's because workers came together and spoke in a united voice about this, and that makes their lives better, and it makes life fairer for for a lot of people in this province. So thanks for thanks for talking about the issue because it really is an important one. It's great, and thank you for shining light on it. Suzanne Skidmore, wow. President of the BC Federation of Labour. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Thanks so much. Thank you.